0: Visit ascentequitygroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T equitygroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only.
1: So what you get is a better quality of person. You are able to implement your systems for somebody that's totally and completely dedicated to you.
2: Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode, I want to mention Trevor McGregor. Trevor is a real estate results coach. I've been paying him and working with him for years now. He actually is responsible for giving me the idea to do a podcast. So it's not only about transactions that he gives advice on how to find more deals, how to make more money, but also how to build a holistic plan around your real estate entrepreneurship endeavors. That's what I love about working with Trevor, that and being held accountable for what I say I'm going to do and actually making sure that I follow through and do it. I feel like I'm a pretty results-oriented, accountable kind of person, but it's always nice to have someone who's there guiding you along the way and giving you strategy as well as psychology tips for how to deal with you know the things that come up as a real estate entrepreneur. Trevor has made a wonderful offer for the Best Ever listeners, and that is that he's offering a free coaching session go to coachwithtrevor.com. That's C-O-A-C-H-W-I-T-H-T-R-E-V-O-R.com. Highly recommend them. I've worked with them before. I'm currently working with them right now as my business, as my real estate investing coach. Highly recommend you do the same. Take him up on his offer. Get a free coaching session. coachwithtrevor.com. Best ever listeners, hello, hello. Welcome to the Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever show. I'm Joe Fairless, and this is a show where we don't do any of that fluffy stuff. We get straight to the real estate advice that moves your business forward. You've spoken to many wonderful best ever guests from Robert Kiyosaki to Barbara Corcoran to Tom Wheelwright. He's Robert Kiyosaki's CPA, has wonderful advice in the episode. Just Google Tom Wheelwright, Joe Fairless on uh, 1031 Exchanges. Um, with that being said, let's go ahead and dive right into today's episode with us today. We've got a a, a duo, a dynamic duo, Mark and Ann Lackey. How you two doing? We're great, thank you.
1: Yes, thanks for having us on the show.
2: Yeah, I'm excited to um, learn more about what you two have got going on. You've you've identified a way to really create a system with your companies, and uh, I'm, I'm excited about t- to talk about that real quick before we... Dive into it a little bit about Mark and Ann. They've been, they are real estate investors, authors, and speakers. They're based in Atlanta, Georgia. One of the books that they've written is a, a number one Amazon bestseller, and it's called Multiply Yourself Increase Your Productivity and Profits Using Virtual Assistance which is certainly a teaser into what I was talking about as far as how to scale your company. And they're going to talk a little bit more about that. They do fix and flips, and they also buy and hold. They've been investing since 2000. You can say hi to them at HireSmartVas.com. That's Um With that being said, Mark, and you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on right now?
3: Sure. Well, in 1999, we were worried corporate America, both had high producing sales jobs, and we started looking for other ways to have our money working for us. So we started investing in rental homes at that point. The first month we purchased four rental homes. We still have those four today, and they're all producing very high cash flow. And from that, we've developed a grown out to a flip business. We have a property management business. Everything's all about real estate, and Ann and I do it all together and run seven separate businesses.
2: Okay. And that was in 1999, you said you bought the first four homes? Yeah. We were
3: out and um, we went to a real estate program for three hours, went to a boot camp, came out of the boot camp and uh, bought four homes immediately and put them into rental service. And what, what, what boot camp was it? Do you remember? Um, it was a uh, I don't remember the name of the boot neck camp. I, I don't. It was
1: a local guy here in Atlanta. Yeah. And really what we what we learned from that is that we were tired of working for someone else and making them money and knew that we needed a different way to approach our retirement. And so rental real estate made sense for us. So we did a rehab and rent strategy. We still have that strategy today. We still invest today. Uh, we add about two to three different rental homes to our portfolio every year and have for, uh, for the, a lot. Yeah. Actually, guess, so we take the flip <laughs> money,
3: buy a rental home, flip a couple, take the money, buy a rental home. And that's been our strategy for 15, 16 years now.
2: I love that model, and I think it's so smart when you do the flips, and then you take a little bit of that the profits, invest in long term holds, and then continue to feed the monster with the flips. Because because so so often I I you know, I I talk to flippers and I ask them what's your end game because they're just constantly flipping to get into the next flip and it's you know they're just creating another job. How did you? Do you still have those corporate jobs? And if not, when did you leave the corporate jobs?
1: Well, that's a great question. I left in 2009, um, and so we worked a long time where we had our own businesses. By that time, we had a property management business. We had our real estate team business, all while both of us were working in corporate America.
3: Yeah, and for property management, we were managing about 180 rental homes.
1: That is correct. I still have those today. And then Mark ventured out, I guess it was about two and a half years ago. So back in 2013, November. Is yeah, what I stayed
2: did. for the health care.
1: That's right. We stayed for benefits.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the benefits. area. <laughs> uh, with the 180 homes in 2009, were they all yours?
1: No, 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 no. We had a property okay. management company. Uh, obviously, a lot of them are ours, but we do manage for other investor clients who are, you know, want the asset but not the headache.
2: Let's go back in time to uh, early, well, let's say 2008. Uh, in 2008, you've got a property management company. You both have your corporate jobs. How do you... How do you run a property management company while having your both of your corporate jobs?
1: That is a great question. It requires a lot of um, (laughs) a a lot of hours. Really, I mean, we were in corporate sales, so that actually makes a little easier, right? We were both in outside sales, so as long as we were making our numbers, our owners of their corporate jobs didn't really care. And we were both very, very successful because we build deep, long-term relationships with people. So my clients, I had built up a clientele, a business, Mark did as well, where we have these really good relationships. We're able to service our clients, but they don't need us eight hours a day, right? Mm -hmm. So we were able to use our extra time working for us. And we did it with a full knowledge. I mean, both of our corporate people knew what we were doing. We certainly never hid that by any means. Um, But at that point in 2009, it became clear that I actually was – able to to really transition out. And so we made that plan with my employer to transition out, transition my clients over. But my clients were really happy. Mark's clients were very, very happy. Um, and we had the flexibility of time because of being in outside sales. So that was really the biggest component. And we worked a lot. I mean, we we worked our full, you know, six, seven hours a day for corporate, and we worked a lot of hours for our personal business.
3: But coming out of corporate America, we were used to processes and procedures Systems. and having things organized. And, and in that manner, we brought that into our business. So we started bringing on employees and we had full-time employees working for us and we had processes so that it made it easy for them to keep our businesses running, whether we were in Fair the or office working or not. And those systems and and the organization helped so much.
2: And this question's for you. When you left in 2009 and you became full-time real estate, what was the number one thing that allowed you to do and what was the result of doing that?
1: Well, I mean, again, I would say I was in full-time real estate prior to that, honestly. Uh, But I think the the thing that leaving my corporate job allowed me to do was really help us better our clientele. In other words, we were able to get and scale a lot more because we had more time and attention I could devote to it. And that's kind of where we've gotten to where we are today. Mark mentioned, rightly so, that we are system and process people. Um, That's what we brought to corporate America. That's what we brought out of corporate America. So we have very good processes and systems that we implement into our business so that we use the power of leverage of other people's time and other people's technology, resources, etc. Does that make sense?
2: Uh, yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Pretty straightforward. With the uh, process and, and system that you, you're referring to, before we get into that, I, I believe, Mark, you mentioned seven different companies, right? Yes. And they're all related. What what are they? What are all seven? Can you list them really quickly?
3: Yeah, they're all related around our businesses that what we do. We have a property management business. We have our own investing property business, which handles all of our rentals. I've got a flip business. We do all of our maintenance and all ourselves. We've got an online internet business that we have where we have our training and our books and things that we have available to other clients. Uh, We do coaching. We coached thousands of people in how to get into real estate, how to go into the process of of building a flip business and so forth. And our other is a virtual assistant business. We got good at processes and building our training modules. And we brought on virtual assistants to do a lot of that work for us now. So we don't have employees in-house. And so many people came to us and said, oh, that's great. How can you do that? And we showed them how. And so we wrote our book about using virtual assistants, and we put all of our training out there and make that available to, in this case, our clients.
2: Okay. And, and so I just want to recap just to make sure I'm f- completely understanding. First, you have a property management company. Yes. Two, you have an investing property business. What That's where you just invest in real estate, right?
3: Well, I'll buy a home, fix it up, and flip it to an investor because they want a turnkey solution and then Ann takes over and does the property management of that.
2: Okay, so you're it's a, a turn okay, so you're buying a home, fix it up and selling it. So it's a turnkey provider basically for Correct. Okay, selling retail.
3: Yeah, we had a lot of people that didn't want to pick up a hammer but they've got a big checkbook and they just Okay. contact yep. us. Hey, yep. give me a rental home.
2: And then the third is you've got a flip business. Yes. Straightforward. Fourth is a maintenance business, um, and that is where you got an in house maintenance team, right?
3: Yeah, and to support all of our homes and our flips and our rentals.
2: Mm-hmm. And Okay. Uh, the other, it, fifth, is an online internet business. What do you sell?
1: Training products. We have a, a couple of different training products that we offer one regarding real estate, one regarding um, how to deploy virtual assistants.
2: Okay, cool. Then you've got coaching, self-explanatory, and virtual assistant biz. What's the business model behind the virtual assistant biz?
1: We provide ready-to-work virtual assistants for those that want a trained VA.
2: Ah, okay. And are those trained VAs in a particular niche of real estate?
1: We can train in any type of real estate because we have that background. We have uh, courses currently for property managers that want somebody to do the property management VA support. We have regular real estate agent and broker support. And then we're getting ready to develop just a general small business virtual assistant application as well.
3: But we have wholesalers and flippers Flippers, that come to us and we've Uh got a whole program for that so that the VA is able to help them do all the marketing and take that process and, and makes it easy for that individual investor so that they can focus on getting out and talking to people and not having to do the back office type things.
2: Okay. Yeah, this is awesome. I, I love getting digging into this stuff. It's really interesting. Uh, with the property manager VA support, what do they do typically?
1: Well, they do everything from the online marketing, which right now to get your, your, res, your rentals filled, you have to have a great online presence. More than any time in history, tenants are searching out <laughs> those investors to make sure they're legitimate. So you need a good online presence. They do social media. They do um, taking all the calls. You know, in a property management business, there's the same seven questions that come up. You is know, the what property your application. still available?
3: Can I qualify? How much is the rent?
1: So they handle right. all of those same seven questions that really are not beneficial for, for my in-house staff to address. Um, mm-hmm. And then they can process apps. At my particular ones don't, but again, depending on what the ambassador wants, we go through the process of what that is. Um so I mean the the greatest thing that probably the biggest thing that opened up our eyes is that a virtual assistant can do anything with a computer and a phone. So as long as it doesn't require boots on the ground, they can do it. And that was probably one of the biggest game changers for us a couple years ago that allowed us to really enjoy our life a little bit more by doing the things that we really like to do and then having somebody else do the necessary tasks that were not as exciting for us to do. Mm
2: -hmm. With the VAs, where are they located?
1: Uh, We typically pick from the Philippines. And there's a lot of reasons behind that. I don't know that we have enough time to go yeah, into but we've, that.
3: We've aligned with a staffing agency over there so that we have access to great VAs with uh, some type of, of real estate backgrounds. And, and they're brought to us. And in the one important thing that everybody wonders about is the English language use in the Philippines is fantastic. It's not like the old outsourcing where you can't understand the person on the other end of the phone. So when they're calling, they just sound like they got a Midwest accent or far west or northeast for American.
1: And if anybody really wants to check that out, you can go to HireSmartVAs.com slash English and hear my wonderful Teresa uh, talk to you. <laughs>
3: yeah, people are always shocked. Man, they talk English just like us. They you sound know, like I, they
1: came I out of I Indiana. I created
3: that they, they, because
1: they, it's just everybody's so amazed at how the quality of, of their speaking ability.
2: They might not have the Deep South accent, like like, uh, both of you, or or especially Mark, but I'm I'm sure they sound great. Uh, I I use Upwork, and what's the difference between what you all provide versus Upwork or another virtual assistant?
1: Great question. Okay, so Upwork's great if you're doing project work. Um, It's very hard to find someone on Upwork that can do what we call full-time. So we, our specialty where we excel is a full-time dedicated to you virtual assistant. So it's just as if you were bringing staff in-house, except they're in the Philippines. So what you get is a better quality of person. You're able to implement your systems for somebody that's totally and completely dedicated to you. After going through all of this process, we found that there's a couple challenges that people have with virtual assistants. One is that if they use a service, they don't get the same person. And so they spend a lot of the time training, retraining, 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 right? Well, that gets frustrating.
3: Yeah, so you want to do out-of-area mailings and to pull that off the records and to put the, upload the postcards into a, pro, a provider that will send them all out and then receive the calls and set appointments for me to go out, I have the same person do that over and over and over again in the Philippines, and I for two thousand hours a year, I pay fourteen hundred and six fourteen thousand six hundred dollars.
1: So consistency is something that's re- really important. The other thing is that we are able to to offer versus doing somebody at Upwork is. We offer the VA stability as well. So because they know that they've got a full-time committed position, they're not leaving you for an extra 10 cents an hour for somebody else. Versus what we found on Upwork is that it's much more project-based. Now, if we only have something that we need, like a logo designed or a written article or whatever, we love Upwork and there's some... some And we use them. and, And we use them. The other thing about... Using Upwork, of course, too, is you know when you have somebody full-time, if you're not careful under the IRS guidelines, they could be considered an employee, right? Um, if you're telling them when to work, how to work, whatever. We use a staffing agency, so it's just as if I was hiring from Volt or Tim, TRC or some other staffing agency. I'm paying an agency, so I don't have the payroll taxes, the headaches, and any of that, and yet I still have a full-time worker,
2: I want to transition a little bit and and go more high level now. How many VAs do you two have
1: for ourselves or for our
2: for yourselves for your for yourself?
1: Uh, We have two currently that operate in three of our businesses.
2: Oh wow! Okay, I was I was picturing you you having more than that with the with those VAs. How many employees? uh, So not including those two VAs, how many employees do you have? We only
1: have one now. Well, plus one and I. (laughs)
3: Plus, well, we
2: work part time in the business. Yeah, we work part time
1: too. But we in
3: don't all count the businesses,
2: us. but we have one employee
3: because somebody has to go out and meet with people and see so things really and put their us. eyes on things.
2: So okay, so you got two VAs, one employee. How many properties uh, does your property management company currently manage? One
1: hundred and sixty.
2: One hundred and sixty. Are they mostly single family homes?
1: They're all single family homes.
2: Okay, so here is the fascinating part. How do you do that? <laughs>
1: processes systems and a lot of um work up front i mean we we have very specific systems and 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 things that we deploy and we use our virtual assistants a lot (laughs) there
2: so let's 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 go through a scenario Mm -hmm. and and maybe that will help me understand a little bit more um Something goes uh, – okay, so we'll, we'll do two scenarios, um, and, and you'll probably be able to go through it really quick. One scenario is you need to lease a new uh, – you need to lease a house, um, but before you lease it, you got to do all the turnover stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the other scenario is uh, somebody who is living in your house has a maintenance request.
1: Okay. Well, maintenance request comes into our office. Our full-time person does take that, although they don't have to. I could have somebody else. We dispatch our maintenance person. Our maintenance fixes it and invoices us, and we invoice the client. So, that's that's easy.
3: And right. our full-time person becomes our eyes on making sure the work's done to our level and so forth. Right. But when we get a new property, our boots on the ground, our full-time person can can go out do a survey of it do all the photographs fill in our basic input form and then send that to our VAs who load it all up into our software for property management into our software for feeding it out to the listserv feeding it out on the multiple listing getting that out there in front of people
1: and then they take and then the they, phone, answer, they, the phone they answer the calls phone calls about the showings about showings you know, following up, what did you like, you know, are you going to apply or you're not going to apply? Application comes in into our office. We process it. We approve them, have the, our new tenant orientation on the property, sign the lease, turn the property over and billing happens in-house.
2: Who does the, the monthly reports to the owners?
1: My VAs do that. Now, for, okay. for 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 showings and stuff like that, for accounting, we have a we have software that allows all our owners to have 24 by 7 access to their owners portal.
3: But rent receipts are input, and Correct. then bills or for repairs in- are input, and and are taken care of in our software for property management that then is available online. Um, and all that can be seen by our owners that way.
1: My background's what? technology, so I use technology whenever possible.
2: What, what software is it?
1: It's called Property Boss. They're a smaller company Property out Boss. of the Carolinas, South
2: Carolina, somewhere. And, and they're uh, great. I love know. their stuff. And with the maintenance, going back to the first scenario with the maintenance, uh, you you do not do not have full time employees as maintenance.
1: No, we don't. Okay, okay. Because general so how, how contractors you... here in Georgia, general contractors, liability, workman's comp are all things that we think are very important. Um, and we would prefer that liability to be outside of our property management company.
2: Okay. So with the maintenance business that you mentioned earlier, uh, what what is the maintenance business?
1: It is the coordination of all of our turnkeys, all of our fix and flips and stuff like that. It's a, it's more of a coordination effort using general contractors and liability for the actual work to be done that way it's done properly again that liability shifts uh, but we do the management of the project
2: okay and then you make a spread on yes you, you you make a you have some margin built into the maintenance request that is correct got it okay cool well you two what's your best real estate investing advice ever Just get out there
3: and get started and do
2: it.
1: See a lot of houses, make a lot of offers.
2: With those offers, any uh, particular tips on how you should make the offers?
3: Well, the key right now is in this market and in in any market is writing a lot of offers. And you, you do not need to be emotional. People want to do a deal, and we coach people all the time. I got to do a deal. I got to do a deal. No, you got to do a job, and the job is to make offers that are reasonable that are going to bring you a return of a profit. You want to make money,
1: not just do a deal. Right.
3: So you've got to put a lot of offers out there, and and always says you got to kiss a lot of frogs to find the prince, but. You've got to put those offers out there and not be emotional
1: about it. And have a system for it, right? Again, we're about processes and systems. So, you know, have your system, have your follow-up system, have your offer system, have things that work that you can leverage so that it reduces the amount of time it takes for you to get those offers out.
2: Where, Where do you know where to spend your time?
1: Well, I think that's a great question, Joe. And what I would say is it all depends on what is your ultimate goal. The 99% of the people don't really know what they want and they, therefore, they have an issue with time management. It's not a time management issue. It's a matter of they don't have clarity of what it is that they want to achieve. They want to be their own boss. Well, what is that? What does that mean? And actually, I wrote a blog post about this today, interestingly enough, um, that if people have clarity of what it is they're wanting to do and they can really clearly define that time management becomes easy because the question that you ask is is this task getting me closer to that goal or not if the answer is yes you do it if the answer is no you, you don't. don't do it <laughs> but, but if you don't have that clarity of where you're going you end up you might be in the general vicinity but you never actually achieve what it is you're looking for
3: And for me, I enjoy speaking with prospective sellers. I enjoy that conversation on the phone, meeting with them, doing that thing. So when an opportunity comes in, I don't need to be spending all my time pulling up tax records, pulling up old sales information, looking up comps and all. So my virtual assistant pulls all that together for me, can set up a phone interview time for me to talk to those people or a face-to-face, provide me all the details I know going in there what the background is and what the values are so I don't have to spend my time doing that research. I can do what I like doing best and that's talking to the people and working with them, finding a solution to solve whatever their problem is that happens to have real estate involved.
2: And what's you, you mentioned uh, knowing what your ultimate goal is. What is your ultimate goal?
1: My ultimate goal is to have XXXXX X, 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 X dollars of passive income a month.
2: And I assume, Mark, <laughs> yours is aligned with uh, Anne's exes? That is correct. We, we
3: set a dollar figure 15 years ago of what we wanted to have as passive income per month that would allow us to pay all of our bills and do whatever we wanted to do and be together doing it.
2: Love it. You you two ready for the best ever lightning round? Sure. All right. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. Did you achieve all your real estate goals in 2015? Well, if you did, congratulations. Fist bump to you. If you didn't, then go to coachwithtrevor.com. Trevor McGregor is my business coach, my real estate coach. He's also been a guest on the show, episode 320. He is offering a free coaching session for the best ever listeners. Just go to coachwithtrevor.com and it'll help you to achieve your real estate goals in 2016. Do you want to make your investment analysis a breeze while making it look like you spent all week working on it? Then go to getrefm dot com forward slash valuate. That's G E T R E F M dot com forward slash V A L U A T E. This is Bruce Kirsch's company. He's the best ever guest from episode one hundred and twenty eight. The episode's titled Crash Course on Financial Modeling for Real Estate Investing. Go to his company's website, get the software, you can try it out for free. It's a no brainer. get R E F M forward slash valuate. Best ever book you've read.
3: It would be Think and grow rich. I agree with
2: that mindset. All right. Well, you two would also like uh, three feet from gold.
3: Uh, yes. Oh yeah. yeah, love that yeah. too.
2: <laughs> yeah, Sharon was on the show. The author was on the show um, fairly recently, and and we talked a little bit about that. One of my favorite books.
1: We loved her in Out- Outwitting the Devil.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's, yeah. yeah that that was that was the new release from faves. Napoleon Hill. Yeah,
1: that was actually one of our fave faves.
2: Really? What? What did I? I'm okay. I, I had to be completely transparent. Um, wasn't my favorite. I was just going to be honest. I, I loved, loved uh, Three Feet from Gold, but I just couldn't get into outwitting the devil. What what did you like about it? The perspective that
3: they, uh, that was given from so far back in time that is still so applicable about the, the, the problems with the education system and all the different issues that we have. They're not any different.
1: They're all the same. <laughs> and this is yeah, 70 was, years that was, later.
2: That, yeah, that, that was kind of um... – uh, eerie yep. that is, is, is pretty interesting um, okay interesting <laughs> uh, w- what what's your best uh, best ever personal growth experience and what you learn from it
1: gosh my best ever personal growth experience had to be um, taking Toastmasters and becoming a CTM for me that was very challenging at first um, I was very nervous to speak in front of people it took I think about a year and a quarter to get my CTM uh, but that Which is a certified Toastmaster
3: designation.
1: Right. So it, it's a know. very highly sought after speaking, you know, uh, milestone. And that was probably my personal biggest growth, honestly.
2: Best ever deal you've done? Wow, the best one. God, there's so many. Yeah. Which
1: one are you going to pick? Pro-
2: probably the <laughs> first one.
3: when. When the market wasn't even coming back in 2010, we went out and bought a property and did a flip and made a bunch of money on it before anybody else was buying because we were getting them so cheap.
2: Best ever way you like to give back. We
3: align ourselves with different organizations in our area. There's a program called Rainbow Village for transition from homeless to home ownership. Um, And we're very involved with that, with the Salvation Army and with another local cooperative that uh, collects food and clothes and all for people that are needy. And so we do all those things in our community.
2: What's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate so far?
1: Not buying enough. (laughs) I mean, you know, back in 2010, 11 and 12 we bought a lot but i wish we would have bought more
3: the the thing everybody needs to look at is if today and then you look 10 years from now if you're 10 years from now looking back and you're going to be regretful that you didn't buy more and that's happened year after year after year after year looking back so people need to get involved they need to start buying and they need to move forward with their real estate business because if you don't in 10 years, they're going to regret it. And and we found that because we've made decisions that we didn't do something. And now we're looking back. So
2: we should have done that. And lastly, what's the best ever place the best ever listeners can reach you?
1: I'd say probably hiresmartvas.com. And it, it's info at or an anne at. Um, that's probably H I
3: R E S M A R T V A S dot
2: com. All right. Well, thank you for being on the show and talking through your seven businesses and your best ever advice on um, getting out there and, and making those offers. I really enjoyed learning how you run your seven companies, the property management company, the and the turnkey provider, the flipping business, the maintenance coordination, uh, tr- online training, coaching, virtual assistant business. really interesting and, and how really... Whenever you two had your full-time jobs, but again, it, it, you, you mentioned it was outside sales, so you, you, as long as you were performing, you could um, you know, have some of the hours during the day to work on the property management stuff. How you were able to do that and have 160 single-family homes at the time, it, really interesting stuff. And you were able to do that through leveraging the power of people, software, and knowing your ultimate goal and being focused on um, the actions that you take on a consistent basis to get to where you want to go. So thanks so much for being on the show, sharing your advice with the best ever listeners and talk to you soon. Have the best ever day. Thank Thank you,
3: you. Joe. Appreciate
1: appreciate it. it.
2: Did you achieve all your real estate goals in 2015? Well, if you did, congratulations, Fish bump to you. If you didn't, then go to coachwithtrevor.com. Trevor McGregor is my business coach, my real estate coach. He's also been a guest on the show, episode 320. He is offering a free coaching session for the best ever listeners. Just go to coachwithtrevor.com and it'll help you to achieve your real estate goals in 2016. If you want to make your investment analysis a breeze while making it look like you spent all week working on it, then go to getrefm.com forward slash valuate. That's G-E-T-R-E-F-M.com forward slash V-A-L-U-A-T-E. This is Bruce Kirsch's company. He's the best ever guest from episode 128. The episode's titled Crash Course on Financial Modeling for Real Estate Investing. Go to his company's website. Get the software. You can try it out for free. It's a no-brainer. Get refm.com forward slash valuate.